How we doing? What's going on? Uh, welcome to the pod. This is up ever. My name's Kyle McNally. I literally just started recording this first episode ever five minutes ago, and uh, my dog came out <laughs> and puked all over the rug two times in a row, and me and my girlfriend yelling at each other about the dog puking. So I had to stop. Had to stop uh, doing that up. So now, this is the first app of all time. Lucky us. Here we are. Uh, my name's Kyle. I am a fat 30-year-old boy. Balding. Handsome as fuck. Very handsome. I actually have grown out the flow in a quarantine. So uh, <laughs> it's... It's not pretty on the top, but I look pretty cool in a hat right now. You know, that's what I got going on for me. Uh, 30-year-old boy. From South Boston, born and raised, South Boston, Massachusetts. I lived there till I was 28, did comedy there for five years in Boston, all around New England. And uh, I live out in Hoboken now, you know, moved out here two years ago. Try to move to New York and do comedy and, uh, you know, doing, moving out here for me, for me to do comedy. So, obviously, it makes sense that I live in Hoboken because my girlfriend didn't want to live in New York City when we were coming out here for me to do comedy. You know, that makes tons of sense. Because, like, my girlfriend just let the dog out of the bedroom and I have to, like, <laughs> see what's going on because... She did this five minutes ago, and <laughs> it ended up in double puke sesh. So I gotta try to see what's going on. But uh, yeah, living Hoboken, little tiny one bedroom, because you know my girlfriend didn't want to move to New York. So it's like, yeah, yeah, of course, I'll take a one-hour train to open mics all the time, pretty much every fucking night on the train for hours, doing my dizzle. Uh, I was out here for like a year doing open mics and trying to meet people and shit. And then the COVID hit, baby. The fucking COVID. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Late to the podcast game, admittedly. Definitely late to the, uh, like, <laughs> hopping in because of the pandemic podcast game. Also, late to that. But here we are. First up. Dog puke free so far. Uh, so, yes, we got a dog. We got the dog right at the beginning of COVID, actually. Like, coincidentally, it was, like, the worst possible time to get it. Like, uh, we had already, before COVID hit, we had already filled out the paperwork and sent in the check to pick up this pooch. Hero uh, was getting, flo- she got flown in from Puerto Rico. She's a rescue dog. At one point, she had two broken legs. She fell off a balcony and was left abandoned. You know what I mean? She's tough as hell. I mean, like, I'm a fucking hero. That's what I'm getting at. Big hero. More so than my girlfriend, even. Just a hero. And we got this dog flown in from Puerto Rico. Literally, we saw her on, like, a Instagram page for, like, dogs you can rescue from Puerto Rico. <laughs> and, uh, it was, like... Literally, it said she's uh, fully fully grown, 30 pounds, great with people, great with dogs, house trained, like, 
already potty trained, whatever the fuck it is about dogs. So we're like, perfect, that's what we need. She can't be too big. We're in this little stupid apartment, and we don't want, like, a puppy. It said she was already, like, 10 months, I believe. So we're like, all right, this is pretty good. She's not quite a puppy. Still a puppy for, like, a few, like a year or so, but done growing, you know what I mean, already peeing outside. We're like, this is what we need. And uh, it was just none of it was accurate. <laughs> it's been it's been six months or whatever. And I love my dog, don't get me wrong, but oh my god, she's a complete pain in the ass. She's afraid of everything. Like people, dogs, sounds, cars driving by, like fucking whatever it is she's afraid of it. You take her to the dog park and she's good. She's gotten better. When we first got her she wouldn't even play there. She's afraid of that afraid of everything. Now she's like loosened up. She's gotten way better with us too, but she goes to the dog park and has fun, but everything's afraid of her. Even when she runs around the dog park like the idiot that she is, she'll just, like, stop. She'll be chasing dogs, having fun, her tail's wagging, and, like, just jogs by, like, some random dog owner who's a human in the place. And she just instantly, like, stops for two seconds, barks at them, and then runs back to, like, play with the dogs. Like, she's just a weirdo. But not even that. She, I mean, she peed in the house for a couple of weeks. I mean, me and my girlfriend were going to kill each other. It was, like, insane because we got stuck inside this one bedroom with each other and at the time we thought it was insane that it had been three weeks fucking six months later it's <laughs> if we only knew i probably we probably would have killed each other it would have been better off but so we had stuck inside this apartment we w- i mean we were going to kill each other we were both working from home every day and uh the dog's peeing inside the dog's fucking scared of everything the dog's awful on a leash like you can't even like walk her just bad everything was bad the vet whacked us for like 600 off the rip for like medicine she had to take and all this shit just getting crushed and it's like what are we doing with this fucking dog and then on top of that me and her just can't stand each other because we're stuck inside this fucking place so we uh we took off after i think we did a full month two months whatever we did out in new jersey straight with the fucking dog, and then we were like, we gotta get out of, we gotta get the dog out of here, like, and we gotta just, let's just go, and luckily my parents have a little, uh, like, summer house in Plymouth, Massachusetts, historic Plymouth, and, uh, like a little beach town, it's like a, probably like a 10 minute walk to the beach from their place, it's tiny, you know what I mean, it's got like a deck out back that my dad's friends built when we first got us, and then, uh, it's just like this tiny little cottage. It doesn't have like heat or AC or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's like a little tiny summer house, but it's cool. You see how see how hard I'm trying to go out of my way to make it sound like <laughs> like I like I'm not rich, but I'm also explaining that my parents had a summer house. <laughs> I think that's what I just caught myself doing. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I I mean I'm not rich. I promise. I didn't grow up rich, <laughs> but we do have this little cottage. <laughs> Employment, so I don't know. I guess we're doing okay. We're definitely not like <laughs> I'm not trying to like cry poor. We were okay. We we're very like middle working, like regular people, I'd say. But that's neither here nor there. That's just me getting all self conscious because I'm doing a podcast by myself. I got <laughs> I got no one to talk to, calling myself out like an idiot. Uh, so we were like, fuck it, let's just go down there. And she can run around the yard and stuff a little bit, like the deck. We can throw a ball around out back there. There's grass. 
I walk her down on the beach and let her run around a bit at night when no one's around. And uh, went down there for like, <laughs> I literally packed a bag for three weeks. Like, maybe not even, I, I, I mean, packing a bag for three weeks for me during quarantine was like, wasn't hard. It was like five or six t-shirts. But uh, So, I mean, I was down, we ended up down there for like three months initially. Three months where I had like five t-shirts and none of them were like nice. They were the ones... <laughs> Like, me and all my salty friends all have them, but all my friends, like, <laughs> that I've met doing comedy and shit always make fun of me because I'm always wearing just, like, shirts from, like, street hockey tournaments when I was younger and, like, the fourth annual wiffle ball tournament, shit like that. It's, like, just a salty shirts, Boston shirts. And I had, like, three of those and a couple t-shirts and, like, two pairs of sweatpants, a couple pairs of gym shorts, a tank top, and that was it. Down there for three months with the dog. Uh, you think... It would get a little better, you know, but I don't know. The dog, she's better now. She was still tough down there. Once the weather started to get a little warmer and stuff, my mother would come down, my sister would come down with my niece and nephew, and she, <laughs> she'd just growl and bark. I think she started thinking it was her house. But we were down there for like two months when no one was coming down because it was fucking freezing. We had a fucking space heater on the wall, and uh, that was pretty much it. I don't even know. Oh, we had a sh- like little shitty space heater in my bedroom. But the bedroom's tiny, so you close the door and plug that bitch in at night for, like, 20 minutes, and it was smoking in there when you went to bed. So we were chilling. The dog was whatever. Uh, got <laughs> she got better over time and stuff. It was funny living down there, though, because, like I said, it's just a little shitty summer house, so it's got a g- little grill out back and not much else. You don't want to be... If you cook in there, the whole house is a million degrees. It's, like, this little old fucking... Uh, Pilot stove, click, 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 one of them bugs. It takes forever. So, you'd be grilling a lot and shit. It's, but <laughs> in the quarantine, you were losing losing track of time, especially early on. There's days where, like, the joke and stuff. And uh, it'd be 10.30 a.m. I'd be catching myself with four hot dogs <laughs> defrosted on the, the fucking kitchen table. And I'm like, uh, is it too early? Do I just make a... <laughs> hot dog omelet with the options here. <laughs> what am I rolling with? Chilling down there. Septic tank, little tiny place. Septic tank's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's like you don't want to flush too much for just peas, because the thing fills up and shit. And girls, toilet paper fills it up and shit. But then it's just all yellow and stinks. <laughs> it's, it's gross. I don't know who wants to hear about that, but. I'm a city boy. I'm not a. I'm a. I'm an urban youth, and uh, septic tanks, not really for me. But yeah, down Plymouth, like three months, came back to Hoboken for like a week, got clothes and shit, and uh, went back down there because fuck it, we were working from home all through the fuck most of the summer, so it was like fuck it, dude, let's chill down there. Uh, still boring, and then uh, it's eventually my parents were working from home, so they just were down there full-time, <laughs> so it just became <laughs> living with my parents in a small house, which is bad enough, but it, it it's even worse when they're working from home. I don't know if anyone else is 30 years old and ended up at home for an extended amount of time, but it was insane, because, like, growing up in my house... You like you, my dad could be a miserable guy. Like he'd come home from work and 
you'd walk. You know, I, I'm saying like he wouldn't never hit me or anything. He's a nice guy, funny guy, but he could be a miserable bastard. And he just he'd come home from work, piss off every day, and you'd be walking on eggshells. Like he'd come through the door, you wouldn't know if he was in a good mood or not. You're like, oh, we're gonna be talking at dinner, <laughs> or is it just gonna be kind of a little weird? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like he's a good good guy. I'm not. I'm making him out to sound bad, but he's like uh, the type of guy that like. Uh, He'd turn up the TV if me and my mother were having, like, a nice conversation. He couldn't hear the TV, like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, we just <laughs> easily annoyed, <laughs> especially by his family, I guess. That's <laughs> how I describe him. Especially me. I always annoyed the hell out of him. But that's when you're a kid. Like, whatever. You grow up and you're kind of like, all right, relax, Dad. You know what I mean? You get along better and you can kind of, if he's annoying you, you can tell him he's annoying you. As an, as an adult, what's, what's going to happen? You might yell at each other, be mad at each other for a day or two, a week, and then you're back, you friends. But uh, it was insane down there because he's working from fucking home. So he's on Zooms and stuff, talking people's ears off, and like being all, and he's getting furious if you try to do anything. <laughs> like, And I'm trying to make hot dogs for lunch and shit. Like I said, I'm in there trying to like squeeze behind him to get like a knife or like open the fridge trying to, like, ask if he wants anything. He's getting, like, furious when I ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, waving me away, like, shush, shush, giving me fucking looks. Oh, so that was that was interesting. Living with your parents, working from home. I can't imagine what it would have been like growing up if he was if he worked from home all the time. But living down there was cool otherwise. I mean, the weather, you can't beat it once it's summer in New England, I mean. Spring into summer in New England is fucking as good as it gets. It's just beautiful. So we were hanging down there. My girlfriend's sneaking out. Last time she did this, the dog puked everywhere. What's going on? <laughs> Why are you getting mad at me? Oh, sorry. She has to do a work thing. That's why she's mad at me. Girls, uh, genuinely, I feel like you ladies you get, I don't know, under stress. Seems like you get under stress easy. <laughs> Maybe it's just her. I've been watching her work from home too. <laughs> That's been another interesting thing. My girlfriend works for modeling agency. Like just she works like in the office and uh so working from home she's been like answering the phone some of the time and you know what I mean, some shit like that because there's not as much stuff to do around the office, obviously. And yeah, modeling agency, that's uh that's an interesting one. There's some fucking freaks that call the place. And, like, obviously, that's, like, the least shocking thing ever, but it, like, it never entered my mind. I don't know if you guys would have, like, thought about this. I never entered my mind that, like, yeah, obviously, these creeps, like, <laughs> like must call modeling agencies all the, like, all the time. You know what I mean? Like, these stalker-type guys. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm just an idiot man. Probably. I'm an idiot man. I didn't realize how bad it could be. Whatever, but yeah, these dudes she'd be in on the phone like, uh, I can I can take a message. Uh I can I can take a message, I can take a phone number, uh I, I can take a message if you want. I can take a message, I can give it to her agent and just saying shit like that like over and over. And I'm just sitting there like overhearing it. I'm like, What the fuck's going on? And it's like guys just literally calling me and like is so and so there and some of the models that are placed like like f famous I've heard of them and I'm not a I'm not in the biz I've heard of some of these girls I'm not gonna say their names I don't know if that would get her in trouble or anything but 
<laughs> like they just calling and being like, "Oh, uh, I is so and so. I need her address. Is so and so they like say? I'm trying to think of like famous person who's a famous hot chick. I will. Oh, wow, that I like. I don't know. I love the girl from Wolf of Wall Street, Margot Robbie. Robbie. I don't know how you say it. Jennifer Aniston. She's. I would say Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston does not work at my girlfriend's place. I do not know who represents her. But imagine I called. Imagine calling that place and just being like, "Oh, hey, uh, this is this is Kyle. Yeah, it's Kyle. Uh, it's Jennifer Aniston there. <laughs> like that's what these guys are doing. Like first of all, why would she be at her agency like ever? She's crazy famous. And then they'd be like, "Oh, uh, uh, I just need her address. I'm gonna send her something. Like that's what multiple times I over my girlfriend on the way of conversation. And that's what it was. Like, oh, I, no, no, I just need to talk to her. Actually, I can <laughs> imagine calling." Like, uh, yeah, no, actually, I went to high school with her. We were buddies, you know what I mean? She actually was a late bloomer, so she, we were kind of nerds together. I, yeah, yeah. No, just put me through it to her. No, I don't want to talk to her agent. Uh, no, I don't want to email that email you're trying to give me. I just, just put me through it to her. Put me through to this famous woman who I will not harm. Please, and thanks. What, what do you mean? You can't. Uh, so they'd be like, yeah, I just want to, I just, I got to send her something, and it's <laughs> She was on these calls routinely, or she. And then I'm like, kind of like, does that happen a lot? And she was like, Are you kidding me? Like, it, I always get calls like that, so I'm dying. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Men are fucking such weirdos. There's so many creeps out there, like stalkers. I don't even know if that's men in general. The stalker guys are like a whole nother level of weird. But I'm just like, that's fuck. I would never entered my mind that these guys call. And she was like, people, guys have come to the office with flowers and stuff. Like, oh, can you give this to? <laughs> To her, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, she's probably traveling the world because she's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. And, uh, but I'll make sure we get these flowers to her from you fucking half-homeless-looking psychopath. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, all I picture is uh, the guy who uh, the guy from the movie store in Seinfeld who falls in love with Elaine <laughs> and he, like, cuts up uh, Frank Costanza's TV guy. That's, like, what I picture every time. Like, ah, <laughs> no, I'll just... Yeah, I'll just take her address, actually. No, that's that's fine. Yeah. Yes, hi. Hello, hi, is this, is this Margot Robbie's representative? Am I saying that right? This is Kyle. I know I should know it because I'm a huge, biggest fan, but yeah, I just need her address and uh, schedule for the next month, please. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine if my girlfriend was just like... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's her address. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's in her boss's office. Like, what? What? I, f- I messed up, I guess. He seemed like he knew her. He seemed like a nice guy. What do you, uh, I'm sorry. I messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean fired? I, one mistake? One mistake? You're going to fucking fire me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That'd be pretty good. So yeah, that's interesting. Learning, uh, learning your loved ones, how they are at work. You know what I mean? Because my at my dad's working from home. He was talkative, and um, and me and my mother were always laughing. Like he's he's like all oh, this friendly, like talkative guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what he is at work. That's pretty good. So quarantine. I don't know. It's been interesting. Early was different. That's what I was talking about there. We were doing all the stupid shit early on. You know what I mean? Uh, like, 
buying shit to make margaritas. Like I have a I have a Taco Tuesday. Me and my babe have a fucking Taco Tuesday. Uh, we were doing that shit. Remember Taco Tuesdays as a kid? This might only go out to the, my fat boys, my fellow fat men. But uh, as a Taco Tuesdays, as a fat boy, they're uh, they're pressure filled. They're they're like uh, your brain's working a mile a minute, and you don't even like more than the skinny kids would realize. You know what I mean? Because you want to eat everything. Like if <laughs> if twelve year old me. If you put down a bowl of cheese, a bowl of lettuce, like my mother used to do tacos with like little mini bowls of shit. Like she'd put cut up lettuce, put it in a little bowl, cut up tomato, put it in a little bowl, pour some fucking salsa in a little bowl, a couple handfuls of cheese in a little bowl, fucking scoop up all the taco meat in a big bowl. So you see all them fucking bowls, and I'm a 12-year-old boy, like fat told me, I want all of them. I'm salivating like a fucking, I don't even know, raw oil. Fucking, I want them. You know, that's what's that's what it comes down to. And you gotta... So you gotta, like, let everyone else eat. Because you know you're willing to eat whatever is left over. But, like... You know, it'd be like, I woof down two or three right off the bat. Like, use way too... Like, way more sour cream than I should. Like, way more... Like, I'm using... For every taco people... Everyone else in the family is making, they're using, like... I'm using, they use like a third of the cheese I am. You know what I mean? I'm being a fat so slob. But then you gotta like keep your eyes on the prize the entire time. Like the whole time you're eating, you're like, oh, all right, my sister's on one and a half, but she doesn't really eat. My father's put down three, so he's even with me. My mother's fucking got two, but she, she's only probably gonna have one or two more. You know what I mean? So you gotta keep your eyes out. You know what I mean? So you make one more. You know what I mean? You switch to a hard shell maybe. Switch it, you know what I mean? I had two fucking soft. Let me get a hard. I wolf those down. So get a hard one. You fucking use a little bit of mu- meat, you know? You're like, I ain't going to use too much. It all breaks. You eat it like it's nachos. You watch everyone else. They get a couple more. Pff, lay it on me. It's a race between me and my father to eat the rest, <laughs> whatever's left. But it was pressure up to that because you, you had to restrain yourself at a young age. That's what. That's one thing quarantine has made me realize. Is uh, Taco Tuesdays were not as fun as they seemed. They were high stakes, stressful. I always thought the uh, salsa had me sweating, <laughs> but it was it was fear of eating all of it and being embarrassed in front of the fam. And that's what it was. Taco Tuesdays, boy. But uh, yeah. So everything's. Still not normal. The world sucks. Everything sucks right now. Like especially, it's just, just bad. Everyone's mad at everyone. Nobody's. Seems like they're actually trying to help on either side. It just seems like. People want to. Fan the flames for whatever side they're on. And it doesn't seem like anyone actually wants. To just chill, man. <laughs> just chill. Oh. Nice burp. Sorry about that. Yeah, just chill, man. That's all. But uh, everything stinks. Quarantine stinks. But it's all—it's like you weirdly gotten used to it. I feel like a, a sheep, as the uh, conspiracy people say. I feel like quite the sheep. It's like, yeah, it's whatever now. Early on was worse. But uh, it's still not normal. It all stinks. But I'm back to work five days a week now. My girlfriend works from home sometimes, goes in the office sometimes. But her office is closing eventually like soon 
and then she'll work from home for good. But I mean, I'm back five days a week. And I work in property management. That's all I'll really say. <laughs> I don't want to get anyone in any trouble if I say something dumb on any of these future episodes. Uh, but yeah, I'm back five days a week. You know what I mean? It's been my last Friday. Watching the tapes, trying to find a hallway pooper. You know, someone took a dump in the hallway. <laughs> it happens. Had to try to track them down the best I could. Got some video sent to me from security. Try to figure it out. People dumping in the hallways, boys. We're back to New York. You know what I mean? We ain't in fucking Plymouth anymore. What do you stupid rock? I don't know if anyone uh, listening to this has seen Plymouth Rock, but it is fucking retarded it's so stupid that it's a thing it's the tiniest rock you could like you would trip over it you couldn't like walk into it like it wouldn't you could trip over it definitely but like it wouldn't bruise even like your shin like it's not high it's not tall at all it's like these fucking dummies <laughs> this is what stopped you you fucking crash into this thing but uh yeah out of Plymouth back in the city fucking Chasing down poopers, boy. This is where I, this is where I thought I'd be. This is where my grandmother envisioned me being. Once she would tell me how much she loved me and how smart I was growing up. This is what she envisioned, boys. Back out here doing it up. Uh, yeah. I mean, so it's, I guess, kind of more normal. Like, you know what I mean? But you still. It still sucks. You're still doing nothing all the time. Like, get, like, go to work. Get out of work. Drive back. Maybe take the dog for a walk. Try to write a little bit. Try to fuck around. <laughs> fuck around with this podcast equipment because it took me an embarrassing amount of time to learn how to. I bought this equipment. <sighs> I couldn't even tell you. Four or five months ago. And, I mean, I procrastinated a little bit. Don't get me wrong, but. I also connected it to the computer and tried to get it to work for a while. I also had a shitty laptop at first that my friend just gave me for free, and it didn't really work, so that was part of it. And then uh, that that Trump money hit, that 12 hunter. <laughs> it's me. Hit me with that Trump. Once that hit, uh, that 12 hunter hit, me and my girlfriend were like, we should, well, we're still working from home. We got it better. We're doing all right, so... Why don't we split a laptop, you know? So we got a nice MacBook, and I kind of regret it. I like the iPhone and everything, but I'm used to regular computers. This is a whole nother world, this bitch, but anywho. It's like, yeah, go to work, come home, maybe fuck around and write. Try to fuck around with the podcast. Try to write whenever you can, obviously. I try to write at work if I get a few free minutes and shit. No big deal. Just a beast. Work, workhorse. Uh... And then it's like, there's nothing to fucking do. You take the dog to the fucking dog park. You fucking take her on a walk, whatever, let her shit. And then you fucking, you're watching TV. I mean, the Celtics and Bruins came back and you watch that shit, but I don't know. The Pats are back now, boy. You see Cameron Newton on my fucking Sunday? Come on. If he stays healthy, I don't think they're going to win it all or anything. They don't seem like they can throw much, but him and Belichick are going to make fucking moves. I'd love to see him win one. Piss everyone off. Him and Bill winning one. And I love Tom, obviously. I love Tom Brady, my favorite athlete of all time. Beast, best competitor probably of all time. But it'd be hilarious if Bill won with someone else right away. 
and Cam didn't get any offers. No one offered him money. Like, he's not fucking Cam Newton. Like, are you kidding me? He was out one year. You forgot that this dude <laughs> can run over everybody and make the throws still. Like, he's one of the few dudes that can do both, like, w- as good as he does. Not the best passer by any means, but <laughs> plenty good enough to fucking win games, go to the Super Bowl already. He didn't give him office, so both of them, it would just be hilarious if they won it. So it's cool that shit's back, but he still ain't doing much. Fucking watching TV, watching, uh, what am I, what do we fuck around with in quarantine? Obviously, everybody on Earth watched Tiger King, I'm not going to talk about that shit, but we had to watch something else, I'm sure. We actually just recently watched this uh, HBO documentary about some fucking water park out in uh, upstate New York. And then when I mentioned it to my boss the other day casually, he's like older guy who grew up in like the like in New York. He uh, instantly was like, I bet it's Action Park. Like, well, the place was fucking hilarious. And I was like, yeah, that's what it was. And uh, you should watch that thing. <laughs> it was just this place where kids got fucked up. <laughs> it's a very entertaining documentary. Like the guy who owned it was just a piece of shit more or less, but seemed like he had some charisma to him. You know, <laughs> one of those kind of guys. And uh, they had just shit that, like, rides and shit that just fucked kids up. Kids got hurt. Kids died. <laughs> Action Park, we watched that. And uh, I'm watching, we're watching the Nexium thing. That's, I'm big into that. I already knew the Nexium story. I had read articles about it when I got a desk job when I was, I don't even know, 25-ish. My first desk job ever, working labor shit my whole life. And, uh... I didn't know the world of, like, clickbait and fucking home screens, like the MSN home screen. I didn't know that world. Got my first desk job. Started fucking reading about shit. That was what kind of got me to, like, even, not not even understand, know what's going on in politics. Like, when I first, like, like, I hate that I even know anything about it now. But I just got this desk job. You're bored. You have to read this shit. And, uh... Yeah, so I'd already randomly seen about Keith Ranieri. I, I read that shit next to him. I knew about it. The sex cult, the fucking... The girls who were like the uh, Seagram's fortune heirs were like part of it, funding it. And this fucking girl who was uh, some like fake actress, she was involved. And it was just like classic cult. They'd always, they always, always, always seemed to just come back to sex. <laughs> like, But <laughs> if these dudes are so smart and manipulative why don't they just like be regular dudes and just like go to bars and fuck girls if you want to fuck a lot of girls i guess it's a power thing right cults but it always comes back to sex with them so i knew about nexium they suck you in they all lived up in like upstate new york i believe and uh he i mean pretty much he ended up fucking them all for the majority of branding them and shit weird shit so i'm watching that doc heavy into that doc i don't know who's not watching it but watch it I think it's called The Vow. It's on HBO. You'll find it. <laughs> Unless you can't afford it, baby. Unless you don't got your parents Comcast for HBO Go, like me, on my smart TV. Huh? Watch that shit. Uh, but it's funny watching that next M one, because for those who are watching it, we'll get a little inside here, but they... <laughs> it's like... They have all these, like, D-list celebrities. Like, they were clearly trying to go the Scientology route and just, like, <laughs> weren't as successful. Like, it's like, they have, like, the the main girl I was talking about was, like, one of the main girls. She was, like, on Smallville, I guess, which 
I remember that show being on when I was a teenager. I didn't watch it, but I remember people watched it. So maybe it was popular. My girlfriend said she wasn't even like the star or anything. She was like that, like the minimum. But then they also on this documentary you find out multiple people from the cast of Battlestar Battlestar Galactica on there, like some Asian girl from that and some other fucking girl, all Battlestar Galactica people. It's like, what did the black guy from Becker already fucking join Scientology? <laughs> Uh, oh, you guys all watch Becker, right? With Ted Danson? <laughs> oh, that might be the best joke I had this whole fucking episode. I think it was. I don't know if anybody got it, but that was good. But yeah, Nexium. Sex freaks. Trying to be Scientology, just not them. They didn't have the uh, charisma of my man, David, uh, what's his face? Miskovich, a little midget. He makes people lick floors and shit. They're nuts too. So, I don't know. It's back to normal-ish. I'm working. My girlfriend's working home sometimes. Sometimes she goes in the office. We go to uh, bring the dog to daycare. <laughs> and then I pick the dog up. And my girlfriend gets mad if I, uh, if I'm not like. She's she's like you have to. Did did you ask if she's a good girl? And I'm just like, no. And then, like, she'll call me every time I'm picking her up. She's like, can you please ask if she was a good girl? They're like, you have to ask. It's the only way we know. And it's like, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to ask. <laughs> are, you, are you crazy? You've been with me for five years. You think I'm going to go there and be like, hi, uh, yeah, I'm here to pick up Sandy. Like, And then she comes out, and I'm like, to the fucking, some, like, 23-year-old dude working the front desk who's like, <laughs> was she a good girl today? <laughs> uh, Oh, she was bad? Oh, my God. What did she do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Was she a good girl? They called them. Fucking call them and ask if she was a good girl. I don't know what to tell you. What the fuck do I look like? I don't know. I don't know. We got 34 minutes and fucking 14 seconds right now. I'd say 35 minutes. First ep. Little intro just to get to fucking know me. Get to know my millions of loyal f- listeners I'm going to earn. Uh, I'm going to try to have more guests as I fuck around with this. As I said, I don't even have a name for it yet. But we're going to keep fucking around with it. We're going to put them out there, baby. Uh, try to have some guests on my buddies, comedy buddies. I'd love to get my buddies from Celty on it, but I don't know if they would because uh, they got good jobs and stuff, and I don't know if they'd be themselves, but I'm still going to shoot for it. But going to do that. We'll talk about some shit every week. I don't know what. Maybe I'll maybe mix in some sports. I'm a sports guy. Fantasy football's back. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, I don't know who plays. I won week one just passed. I f- I I won my fantasy football week one by uh point eight points because <laughs> James Conner from the Steelers he uh he got hurt. He missed the whole rest of the game. He hurt his hamstring, I think, angle. And uh that's why I won. He only got that many points. And then I had Tennessee's D. I needed at least. <laughs> I needed three points out of them, and they got exactly three. They almost fucking blew it. Uh, that's how I won week one. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that shit a little bit as we go forward. But definitely have some guests. Definitely fuck around. Definitely have some fun. All right. Thanks for listening to the first ep, gang. <laughs>